Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. Hi, and welcome again to Concepts for Living. Biblical principles for contemporary living. In this particular message, I want to make the pronouncement that what you have sown has grown. Stay tuned and be blessed. What you have sown has grown. That's good news. In fact, it, it's good news to the point if we understand it, where we should be shouting right now. Just with that news. I came by this morning to indicate to you, to express to you, to proclaim to you that what you have sown has grown. Not growing. Not will grow but has grown ripe for the picking ripe for the reaping be blessed today because once we understand what that really means then we can understand why they were joying before the Lord in the joy of harvest. That's what the prophet is saying. God has multiplied. Added to. God has increased. That means we have a reason to give God praise. Not that he will, but he has. Did you notice that? He has. Thou hast. Yeah. It's done. And a lot of what you and I are still griping over, groaning over, still trying to seed, is already done. It's grown. The crop has grown. So I hope that this distinct message will inspire you to begin to accept what is yours, what you have already invested. Yeah. There, there is a point when in this whole business of agriculture, when it is not required that you bring the plow and the hoe. But rather the sickle and the basket. I can tell what you bring as to what your expectation is. Because if you're bringing a hoe and a plow, that means you're trying to get the seed in the ground. But if I see you with a sickle, and a basket that means you came to reap something 
What did you bring today? Well, what did, what did you bring? What did you bring? What did you come into the knowledge of? That is, if you can just appreciate the fact that the message for today is that what you sown, what the seeds that you put in the ground, they have grown. And all that's necessary now is harvesting, gathering, reaping. And if we can appreciate that, then we understand why they're so joyful. They joy before thee. According to the joy of harvest. They, they joy before thee. Not thinking about it. Hoping for it. But they joy. They're excited. They celebrate what has already been done. And sometimes we get so caught up in what we want God to do that we don't celebrate him for what he's already done. Now I know sometimes that he woke me up this morning and started me on my way. Caused me to put my foot on the ground. Caused me to go and brush my teeth and all this stuff. folks. But wait a minute. There's a point when you and I can know for sure that what I have sown in faith, what I have declared in my prayer life, what I have sacrificed for in my fasting, it is already done, ready for harvest. That's why there was such rejoicing. You have to understand that in biblical uh, time and also in Palestine, in that region, Agriculture was big time. I remember 1970, I had the privilege to go there. And I looked at the terraces and I looked at the way that they, they, they grew their crops. And, and, and I was informed about the reason for the terraces and all like that. So that they might be able... To hold the soil against the mountain sides. And so that they might not ruin or destroy their crops. But now when you start to consider what's involved in agriculture. Agriculture involves not just man. But God. It's a partnership. I can bring my seed, but only God can cause them to grow. I can plant my seed, but only God can give me a crop. It's a partnership. And when you, when you understand and appreciate that, then you'll know that they actually had seasons. For example, seed time was from October to December. And then harvest time was April to June. In more than one sense of the word, we're on time. I said in more than 
one sense of the word, we're on time. This is And yet, in harvest time, we still have folk sitting at home, living in a place where they are waiting to get their seed in the ground. From April to June, it's not about planting. It's about reaping. There's a time in your life, a time in my life, when we stop asking God for this, that, and the other. We start to give him praise for what he's already given. Give him praise and glory for what has already grown. Give him honor for what is already done. The three points of this message, the analogy, the ancestry, and the antiquity. Stay tuned and be blessed as we will consider that what you have sown has grown. That means you don't need the plow, need the sickle. Stay tuned and be blessed. The next point I want to make here, I call it ancestry. You have an ancestry blessing. Some things will come your way that you did not see. Did you see your great-great-grandma? Or great-great-grandfather? Well, why do you have a question about whether or not they were? Because you wouldn't be if they were not. If they were not. So you don't celebrate just because of what you get. You celebrate because of your connection. There are some people that prayed for you. Before you were even born. There's some doors that were kicked open for you. Before you came to the knowledge of it. Jobs are waiting for you. That you haven't showed up to. Blessings untold. Because you don't have the right attitude and awareness. I am aware that I wouldn't be where I am today. When I, when I listened to Juanita's testimony, I thought of my sister Betty. We had nothing. But it doesn't mean you can't have something. You may not have had the connections that other people had, but you got a connection that will take you further than some people that's got everything. Because the one who is the main agent in agriculture is not the farmer. 
The main agent in agriculture is God. God help me to preach today. The main agent is God. We have a spiritual ancestry. I have a spiritual ancestry to the extent that I know somewhere in the family somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind, took the time to pray. So if nothing else, you ought to just give God a praise right now that somebody prayed you where you are today. And some folks get mad because God blessed you. <laughs> I got a little, I got a little say, a little saying. Don't hate, associate. Don't hate what God has done for somebody else. Just start. Positioning yourself. Associate. It'll deal with the hate. And envy. And jealousy. There are people that are upset. With what God has released to you. Not knowing that it's more than you. Not knowing what happens behind the scenes. So everybody that's been criticized, everybody that has been put down, everybody who has been stomped upon, everybody who no one expected to, everybody has been written off. I want you to jump to your feet and give the devil a great praise to God over him. Because when God has blessed you, You need not let somebody else rob you of your praise. So praise him like you mean it. Notice what the word says. Real real quick. Notice what the word says. The word says, for thou, see verse 4, for thou has broken the yoke of his what this the yoke of his burden say it's broken I want you to I know you got the mask torn over but wait a minute I said it's broken the burden that you were carrying is destroyed Yeah, but pastor, I still got something up there. Wait a minute. His burden is light. That means you can carry this one. The other one, you couldn't carry. But because he dealt with it, you can carry it. Oh, preach on, Holy Ghost. Thou hast broken the yoke. And the rod that they used to poke you along. Because son, the enemy will have a poker. It's always like the southerners used to say juking at you always juking at you if serving God was the right way how come you're going through this if you were faithful in your tithing how come you're going through 
But the Bible says he not only has removed the burden, watch this now, but also the staff off your shoulders. That which kept you in this position. And while you're going along, you're being poked at to keep moving. Keep moving. The rod of his oppressor, watch this, watch this now, has been broken. And the burden has been destroyed. Watch this now, watch this, watch this. This is very important. And it goes, he says, he gives a reference to ancestors. As, say as. In the day of Midian. That means in the day of Gideon. When Gideon came against the Midianites and he didn't have a great army, didn't have all the weaponry, didn't have all the forces, but all the God he served. Go get some pots and pans. Go get some jars and start breaking them. And start making some noise with those things. Supernatural deliverance. Tell somebody, I got through supernaturally. How did you get blessed? Supernaturally. Some things you'll never be able to explain logically. Because it don't make human sense. How you get that job? How you get that house? How you get that business? How you get this? How you get? How you get? How you get? How you get? Somebody ought to say, God. Or he will make a way out of no way. He'll bless you. And many times he does it through ancestors. Hmm. Watch this now. Watch this now. Gideon won that battle. Say supernatural. Supernatural. Uh, uh, Watch this now. What I want you to know is that what I'm releasing right now will do you no good if you don't receive it. But I'm bringing you a life of consecration. I'm bringing you a word I heard because I'm not that brilliant to come up with all this stuff. But I'm just releasing a word over you right now. And I'm telling you, you're blessed to be here this morning. You're blessed to be watching today from wherever you're watching. Because I'm saying that God's going to do it. And he's going to do it supernaturally. So don't worry about explaining everything to everybody. Every detail. No. Some things I don't understand. I don't know how he did this. I don't know how he did that. All I know is that he did it. And he took the seed that I never saw anymore. And he let it grow. Well, I sincerely trust that you have been inspired and certainly informed with the fact that what you have sown has grown. It's harvest time for you. It's the time for you to reap. Start your reaping. And let God bless you in your life as you go forward, knowing that you have been blessed with what you have sown. Keep on sowing, sowing your seed. The Bible promises that you shall come with rejoicing, bringing your sheaves with you. So until next time, 
when I shall come to you with more biblical principles for contemporary living. May God bless you and yours. Concepts to live it. Concepts to live it. Concepts to live it. Can change your life today.